0: John Cornell died today. When I hear his name, all I can picture is a skinny, average-looking young man with a big, stuck-on 70s moustache, standing in a suburban kitchen in Sydney, wearing a surf life-saving cap inside, with the knotted string tied under his chin to hold it on, with his face skewed sideways, as he chats with his best mate, Paul Hogan. I think of his character named Strop. What a name. So many lines from so many skits that come to mind. Like the time when Paul asks Strop what the first thing you do is when you visit someone in their house and sit on their couch, to which Strop responds, well, you shove your hands down the back of the cushions to see if you can find any coins. And then there is the conversation about the quickest and easiest way to cook your toast in the morning, as Paul gets his oxyacetylene gear out and blasts his piece of toast that is nailed to a piece of asbestos on his kitchen wall. Simple. Of course, John Cornell was no slouch, even though he played strop. He was a very smart, wealthy Australian entrepreneur. He was also confidant of Australia's wealthiest man for many years, Kerry Packer. Apparently he helped carry through the major stress of forming the revolutionary World Series cricket that changed the game forever, and I'm sure there's a long list of other achievements and relationships to note. I think of John Cornell fondly without really knowing him at all. It's more what he represents, I think. The everyday person who has a sense of humour, a generous sense of humour, long-term relationships handles life and finances pretty well, has ideas, supports people in their ideas, has a go at things, obviously can be trusted and makes a positive contribution to the community, to his country, to the world. And there's a little bit more to it as well. It's the humour. You know, the humour that he and Paul Hogan did back in the 70s was different to so much of the humour now. Somehow it was almost devoid of malice or put-down or shame or cynicism. Sure, there may have been moments where these things appeared, but by and large, they were generally absent. And now I think that's worth remembering and even emulating in this now, of course, very different culture. Kind of a breath of fresh air, really. I'm sure John Cornell had his flaws, we all do, and maybe they were even major, but just very well hidden from people like us. And maybe, on the other hand, they were just like our flaws. Whatever the case, I still aspire to be a person who makes a positive contribution to the community, handles life, handles money, handles things fairly wisely, has solid long-term relationships, uh, can be trusted by others, which is why the long-term relationships are there, and keeps a generous sense of humour. Wonder what you aspire to, friend. Anyway, just my thoughts on John Cornell and his passing.